Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host and your bus driver for the next 20 or 30 minutes or so. And we've got a great podcast coming up and we begin with White and Sawyer. And they had Glenn Johnson on the show alongside Marin Rakoff, who is currently Bulgaria's ambassador to the United Kingdom. He joined TalkSport on Thursday ahead of Monday's clash in Sofia, with one of the big talking points being the potential for racism at the match. Frankly speaking, I really do understand your concern because uh, such incidents in the past have also triggered very negative reactions in my own country, Bulgaria. And I believe it is our duty to uh, reject any pattern of uh, racial, racist behavior during soccer encounters, which are uh, absolutely irrelevant to the spirit of competition and uh, what should prevail, obviously, in soccer game is really the, the friendly atmosphere and the mutual respect. So, frankly speaking, I'd like to be uh, quite clear about all this. Any racial uh, remarks, uh, chanting or insults of any kind, uh, isolated as they may be, will be considered as a lack of respect for our own Bulgarian team as well. You know quite well that uh, in our football teams, I mean Bulgarian football teams, we are also uh, we have also many players of uh, of color, and uh, we really consider any sort of verbal aggression as a sign of weakness, as uh, also as a uh, a lack of respect for human dignity. I really do understand the uh, the concerns of. Uh, uh, of friends of Bulgaria and of uh, friends of, uh, of soccer. Uh, uh, you know, I- I'd like to make it known to you that we Bulgarians are following very closely the uh, the British Championship and have always been very fond and supportive of the performance of uh, British teams and, uh, of course, individual players. Yeah. And uh, you may be really surprised by the knowledge and sympathy uh, of the general Bulgarian public uh, and the football fans in particular about the different British clubs and uh, individual players. Uh, so I- I'd like to assure you that the uh, uh, the English football team will play on Monday in, uh, in front of a public that uh, by a very large margin admires its style. And, uh, and sure. Class. Mr. Rykov, I mean... 
you can speak with authority. Of course you can. You're a former Prime Minister of Bulgaria. Um, do these fans know, the Bulgarian fans, albeit a minority of them, do they know what's at stake here? Because this would be hugely embarrassing if England players were to walk off, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that they do because this was uh, largely, very largely commented in uh, in Bulgarian and Bulgarian media and uh, official figures of uh, Bulgarian, so- Bulgarian soccer were very, I may say, uh, outspoken uh, in rejecting some, such, uh, such a behavior. And personally, I, I re- really remain confident that such uh, reactions uh, will not occur anymore. And, uh, and if they do, if they do, uh, there should be a radical reaction uh, not to tolerate by any means such behavior. No matter how isolated such instances may be, uh, we cannot by any means be proud about them, and we strongly condemn them. I'm sure that the, 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 the huge majority uh, of Bulgarian fans will be Absolutely respectful, and uh, I sincerely hope that we'll not be witnessing such uh, such problems. Now we can move on to the Alan Brazil Breakfast Show alongside Alan McCoyce. And would you believe it, the main news on the show was the fact that Alan turned up for work. I know, incredible. Who would have thought it? Anyway, Big Al and Alan McCoyce were talking about wind. Is a skullduggery going on here? Clearly not with the typhoon, because if a Japanese could organise that ty- typhoon, I would be very surprised. But in the interests of fairness, it can't possibly. They've got to reschedule that match. I know it's not in the rules. I get that. But they have to reschedule that match. It would just be incredible, because four years ago, okay, I'll take your mind back, four years ago, when Scotland should have, I think it was the quarterfinal, Australia, um, we got a, another right, dodgy decision given against us and, and stopped us qualifying for the semi-final so I think in the interest of fairness if this typhoon Hagibis or whatever it's called hits Tokyo or surrounding areas I would think they should reschedule that game so what are you saying are are, are you saying to our nation don't buy any going, Japanese no, goods I am not going that far I'm not going that far I'm stopping short of it but what I'm saying is it would be a disgrace if we get knocked out this tournament because of, of a weather phenomenon. But that could only happen to us. Of course, I just said it. I mean, we find ways that we've never found before of getting knocked out of general tournaments, World Cups, whether it's football, whether it's the girls playing the football and hockey or you name it, we'll find a way of getting knocked out. But I have checked the records and up till now, we have never been knocked out by a typhoon. So therefore, I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> Uh, five you, to no what? no I, I think you're no you have a point Thank you have you. a point they must reschedule got right? to reschedule that game yeah if, if there's a serious and do you know something they should be doing it now mm. I, I get them calling England France went off that's fine because that doesn't matter as much because both yeah. those teams qualified I get that but they play the, the next day the massive the really important game final game in all the sections the one that sticks out is clearly Japan versus Scotland and it must get played Next up was, of course, Drive Time with Darren Goff. And would you believe it, they invited me back to do another sesh. So I, of course, agreed. So this is some of the best bits from the show. You're probably thinking that's a bit of a tame link. But uh, in reality, the link actually isn't written out yet. So uh, nothing lazy for me. 
just the producer. And today's One World Billy. If you're familiar with the Sports Bar Monday Thursday, you know Billy works on that. So that's probably a perfect reason as to why this link hadn't even been written. Come on, Billy. Fuck up your ideas. If Mourinho does go to Spurs, that means they're going to have to give him money because he ain't going there and just play what he got. I think they're going to have to because if Spurs keep playing like they've been playing the last 12... You've got to say 12 months, realistically, even though I know it sounds daft, they got to a Champions League final. It's been a downward spiral. They've lost 17 games in 2019 so far. That's ridiculous when you think about it. If he does go there, he knows he's going to get money. He ain't going there. I don't just think to he will play. get money at Spurs. He will. I don't. I don't think they've got it. They have got he loads. Needs, he needs right. two, three hundred million. They haven't got that. Sort they, of them. they have got money. They they've haven't. got money. They've got they a billion have. pound stadium. The NFL have given so much money for that stadium. Don't fall for that old chestnut. But they've got no money. But at Daniel Tottenham. Levy doesn't. The revenue coming in. I'm telling you, they are real top end Tottenham. They're top end. Their finances. I'm not so sure. They are. Not, I, okay, it may, I don't think it makes any business sense at all to get rid of Pochettino. I think Spurs fans, but you've got to be so careful what you wish for. I don't think they'll have a choice. I think it'll be his choice. Well, if he walks away? Yeah, I think Marie, I think he's had enough Poch there. Do you? Don't, don't you? I don't know. I think, get it right. I think he'll get it right. I think he, he thinks he should be a he's bigger club. He's a good club. manager. Yeah, he's I a great he's manager. A good manager yeah. He's a great manager. I think Everton's just the perfect fit. They've got millions to spend. Silva is doing a terrible... What's in the he going to do? Three. Live in an hotel in Manchester again? Yeah, maybe. Or Liverpool. Maybe. Let's or, not forget or, or would he rather live in London it, and manage and just pop down the road at Tottenham? I just think Everton's the perfect fit. They've got money to spend. They're desperate for success. You mentioned earlier on, and rightly so, when he was at Porto and when he was at uh, Inter. Inter, right? Biggish clubs, but nowhere near the size of Manchester United and Real Well, they Madrid. needed a rebirth. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like Everton. That's like Everton. I think it's perfect fit. He'll have money to spend. He'll have three hundred million pounds, and he'll he'll win them trophies. He'll get them back into top six, into dare I say even top four. There'll be expectation there, but nowhere near like the expectation at White Hart Lane. Well, but, if they do get Mourinho, I think it's massive for Everton. If they can persuade Jose Mourinho to go to Everton, I think it is huge. But would Everton fans want him there? Well, why wouldn't they? Because you've seen what it does to the club. Everton are at a stage surely now if you're a fan of them where they just want to see decent decent football but they want trophies yes they do that's top of their list it's been so long and if a manager if it's just for three years comes in and wins them trophies in three years that's a huge success isn't it then somebody else comes in and takes over but they've got they've they've sniffed success again (laughs) I thought you were going to give me a again (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They need, they need that. And it's the same with Tottenham. For all the good stuff Tottenham have done over the years, they just need that final, cross that final hurdle, don't they? And get a trophy now. If Poch can't do it... Don't say no one can. Next up on the podcast, soon to be award-winning, is Hawksby and Jacobs. Now, if you're not familiar with the show, you should be, because Paul and Andy not only were here at the start of Talk Sport, but here at the start of time. This is Paul and Andy, who can be found Monday to Friday from 1pm. Now, Andy, yes. um, okay. uh, a bit of memorabilia news, yeah. uh, music memorabilia. An unwashed green cardigan Kurt Cobain wore for Nirvana's MTV Unplugged gig in 1993 will be auctioned online. They reckon it's going to go for a lot of money. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sort of definitive gig there. I remember yeah. my son loved Nirvana and he had that album, the Unplugged album. It was brilliant. Do you know who should buy it? Who? Well, she hasn't got one, has she? 
Cardi oh, B. Cardi B. How many times have we said <laughs> of all this Cardi B? Cardi B. She's got she's got a successful career. <laughs> she's she adored bought. by millions. <laughs> um, it's, I think it's the number one album. No Cardi. She could afford it. Yeah, she probably she could. Probably I'll could. leave that out there for you. It's a good idea. You. Just have at least one. Live up to your name. <laughs> Today's I'm Not Buying You. We seem to have a rush of these stories at the moment. We've now got Osama Bin Laden appearing in somebody's curtains. I'm not buying that one either. And the one I'm really not buying is the, the, do- the little four-year-old kid who was left with her mum's lipstick and covered her face in it. But not like that. I mean, like a full makeup job as it was done by professional makeup. It's a bit on palumpa, isn't it? Well, but they got it straight off. They they rubbed it straight off. Well, also, they? if you, I promise, if you left a four year old with lipstick, they would not come up with a neat, beautifully done, yeah, it's executed face like that. It'd be all over a face, wouldn't it? That's a so you you think that's a bit of Photoshop, are you? I'm not buying it. Honestly. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I mocked up a thing of me in mashed potato the other few months ago. What a fa- your face in mashed potato? With, yeah. And I could say, well, people could say, well, look, here's the face of Andy Chambers has appeared in mashed potatoes. You're not going to make the papers either. I won't be trying to sell that. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? He's yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, the star helpfully mocked up Steve McFadden in clown gear yesterday because he once tried his hand at being a clown but reduced children to tears. A lot of clowns yeah. do. TV hard man. But I thought that's a good disguise for Steve because he does like to go unrecognised. Yeah, if he could walk so around like that. I still think you'd know it's him, though. Yeah, you're showing me a picture. Well, slightly, yeah. It's slightly lost on the radio audience, really. <laughs> <laughs> You've shown well, me a picture. If I went on that theory, I'd have retired about 20 years well, ago. Well, you know. <laughs> photo news, I used to call You should it. have considered. Uh, yes, sorry, photo news, <laughs> photo that's right. News. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it up on, online. Absolutely. Um, I did love the idea mm. as well that uh, Sean Harvey, uh, the former CEO of uh, the EFL, said they had considered a doing a Caravel well. cup drawer in space. Did you see this? <laughs> no. Yeah, they'd actually had a word with the International Space Station. They've done it in different parts of the world. Okay. I just love the idea of Chris Kawamia and Peter Reid <laughs> going like, up in I space. I like Motti to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the G's, the G's, as they were going up, old Reedy. His old face being pushed back. It'd be smooth, wouldn't he? It'd be like Alabaster. He'd look like Vladimir Putin just because <laughs> he, he left the Earth's atmosphere, old Pete. But, um, yeah, I think the best way to decide on who the two people would have been would have been to have got uh, Max and Barry in to done a game of um, yeah. Culver House yeah, and, who, and then arrived at two final names yeah, yeah. and they're they the ones done. who would have gone into space. I'm Alan Brazil and this is TalkSport Daily. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for... 
Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. On now to kick off with Hugh Wozencroft, Darren Lewis and Paul Parker. Incidentally, Hugh Wozencroft told me when we did the handover, he's never seen Star Wars. I mean, never trust a man that's never seen Star Wars. What's all that about? Anyway, here's Hugh, not me, Hugh, with Darren and Paul. Trent um, Trent Alexander is not a wing-back. I, f- I think he's a right-back. Defensively, when you look at it, he's not one of the better defenders. His strength is to go forward, and his crossing of the ball is second to none as a full-back. He can cross from all areas, and generally it's always quality. Defensively... That's open to conjecture just at this moment because he's been caught out. But I think we have to look at maybe the way Liverpool play as well. Liverpool playing the game is fashion to the fullbacks, getting on the ball a lot. And a lot of the time they're in so far in front of their centre half. There is big gaps there. And we saw the, the one of the times where Liverpool got exploited this season, strange as it seems, was against Norwich at home. Mm. Norwich were eating those gaps up between the centre half and the fullbacks because they were so far forward. So I, I personally think that he can tie up in his defending. The one thing that maybe doesn't help is how many teams in the Premier League really, really work with a back four, back in in the same fashion as maybe the likes of Don Howe used to work with back fours. I don't think many do because it is all about attacking. I think he could do it if he's if he if he knows exactly what he's supposed to do, keep his distances right between his centre halves to make sure he doesn't go too advanced to the centre halves. I was going to say, how how does his game change if he's playing uh, as a wing back rather than a right back? I tell you what, as as a wing back, then you then you're virtually telling him that he has to get forward, and then he's got to trust the three at the back to do a job in the gaps in that gap in between. He's leaving to in a touch line and that right hand side of the three centre half. That's the bit there, but that right hand centre half has got to be mobile. He's got to be able to come out and feel comfortable in the right-back area. And then Trent, Trent Alexander's recovery run is to take up position as maybe the third centre-half. That's what he's meant to do. But the problem is you're asking players to get together and do this on two, three days away. So to suddenly to flip back to a three could be very difficult for England to actually go and do. Back now to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. And Kevin Phillips threw his name into the hat for the Sunderland job. He threw it. Ian Holloway, incidentally, would run all the way up to Sunderland for the gig. Personally, that's how I'd do it. I'd have a race between Phillips and Holloway from London. You can't use public transport. First one to get to the stadium alight can have the gig. Kev, it's a yeah. big club. You love that club. Would you? Would you be interested? Yeah, of course. Well, then I, you know, I'm not going to stand here and lie to you. And I think every time I've met you and every time I've asked, been asked the question when, when the job's come up and I've been linked, of course, I'd be interested. Um, I'd be daft not to. Um, there's pluses and minuses, you know, in taking the job. We've done so well at a club, but ultimately, you know, I've always said that I'd love to have a crack at management, and they would love to go back to the club. Um, so, if it's to happen at this point, it'd be great. If it doesn't, then maybe somewhere down the line it might happen. But yeah, of course, of course, interested. Kev, can I ask you? I'm, I'm looking at an. I clear. I love Sunderland clearly as much as you do yourself. It's a brilliant club. I'm looking at last year. I'm looking at where this year started. Um, it's one of the things that's going against Jack Ross a little bit. Do you think the form of Ipswich? 
Yeah, as an elk alley, to be honest. Uh, I think Paul Lambert's returned the club around. And I think one of the biggest things as well, Sunderland, the biggest budget in the league, and, and to see Ipswich you know, running away with it at this point, who, who haven't probably got the budget that Sunderland have had, uh, yeah, it doesn't help the cause. But ultimately, listen to you just a minute ago, it, you know, I've got lots of friends that go to all the games. And this hasn't just been this season. This has been building up from last season, too many draws. Maybe decisions in in the two the appearances for tactically from the manager that didn't go down too well with the supporters and and again it's happened this season so I'm like you I feel sorry for Jack Ross because he had, he didn't just have a job to do on the field he's had to deal with lots of stuff off the pitch and you know talking to people that, that I know at the club he, he's done a wonderful job and uh, it's harsh but unfortunately you know we know it's the business we're in and, and you need to win football matches to get out of that league. Back now to Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show and Goffey caught up with Chris Silverwood, the new England head coach. Well, I'm here at Lords. Um, I'm sat with a man, Chris Silverwood, just being appointed the head of men's cricket at Tests and One Day Internationals and T20. And we used to sit across from each other. Oh, we're not. We used to bowl in separate ends together way back in our day at Yorkshire. What a nervous way it must have been for you, Chris. Yeah, it was a, a long couple of days, obviously waiting for the decision to come through. Uh, and obviously... Delighted, extremely proud and humbled to be told that I was the next England head coach. Did you think when you started out on your path in in coaching after a successful uh, cricket career that you would get to the point where you're going to be appointed England's head coach? I think there was always a desire. Uh, probably much like you as a kid, I dreamed of playing for England. Uh, I mean, as a bowler. Yeah. Uh, and then when I embarked on my coaching uh, line I, it was always in there it was always a passion I always wanted to get back and pull those three lines back on in a coaching capacity and as I say I mean I've worked extremely hard over the last sort of 10 years to get here but to actually get that call to say you are the next England head coach as I say it was wow uh, as I say, extremely humbling but so proud because you started out I remember when you first went out and I thought wow Chris Silver is going out to Zimbabwe to coach because you went out there and coached didn't you one winter um, was that a big part of your learning curve I think it was um, and it came by chance a little bit I was, it was one of the last second team games I played for Middlesex was down at Bristol and Anthony Island was sat opposite me in the, uh, the tea room we were having a coffee together and he got a text from Zimbabwe just saying we started things up again uh, would you like to come back and play? And equally, do you know anybody that would like to come and either coach, play, whatever it may be? And he just looked at me and said, I'd, I'd like to work with you. Would you be interested? And I went, yeah, actually I would. And within 10 minutes, I got Alistair Campbell on the line. Uh, are you serious about coming over? Yep. Yeah. And I was initially going over as a, a player that would help coach Michonland. Uh, and then the contract came through, it said head coach. And I was like, well, I've never done this before. <laughs> You'll be fine, honestly. But huge learning curve. Uh, it galvanised the fact that, yes, I wanted to be a coach. Um, and it also taught me that actually to get the best out of people, <coughs> at times I had to listen, understand, and then try and make changes after that, really. Um, and it, it taught me a lot about myself. Do you know what I've always thought about you, Spoon? Because you're an ad lad, you're a tough lad, you've had a tough upbringing, uh, similar to myself, but you're a good listener. You're a good listener and you're a good communicator would you say that's your biggest skills man management i would say it is to be honest i mean don't get me wrong i spend a lot of time looking at bowling actions and technical side of things and stuff like that but i would say the the thing that's brought me success so far is man management uh listening to people finding the best time 
to actually say things to people, to, to maybe make little tweaks here and there. But equally, you know what I mean, S- listening and spending time pulling people together as well, mm. uh, which is a big thing for me. It's pulling a group together, all pulling towards one goal, one, one vision, and going out there and making it happen. And finally, on to the usual reason as to why you wait to the end of the podcast, and that's to hear the Andy Goldstein sports bar with Goldstein and Cundy. But of course, this podcast doesn't have Andy Goldstein because he was on drive. That's me, by the way. I'm talking to third person. He had Adam Catchell and Jason Cundy. So feel free to end the podcast now. There's no need to listen to the sports bar without Andy Goldstein because, of course, there is no sports bar without Andy Goldstein. Have you ever heard of, of a doylem? A doylem? Now, I'll do it in the accent because this isn't uh, from my neck of the woods, right? Go on. That gadgie's a proper doylem, man. That gadgie? That gadgie's a proper doylem, man. What's a gadgie? Well, I'll get to that bit in a minute because I can identify what a gadgie is as well in a minute, if you wish. That gadgie's a proper... A proper doylem, man. Do, do you know what? Do you know what accent I'm doing? Well, it sounds like Geordie. Yeah, I'm up. I'm up there. I'm in yeah. the northeast. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. That gadgie's a proper doylem man. Gadgie, uh, according to this, yeah. is an adult male human. That's a gadgie. A gadgie. Yeah, oh. doesn't sound right, does it? No, gadgie's something very different. It's definitely not male. Well, well, that's what it's saying on my right. little sheet here. Right. Okay. I'm only reading what Rufus okay. has given me. I'm not right. from Newcastle, so I don't know. Maybe okay. people that can. Gadgie is a proper male doylem man. I'm going to say a good bloke. Well, it's the opposite. Oh, he's a, a doylem is an idiot. That's what it says here, man. Right, okay. That's what it says here. This is what we're doing because the phone lines are down. This is it. Seriously, if you switch off now, I don't blame you. It, no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. You got trivia. <laughs> Trivia's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stay, stay tuned. Stay Tri- tuned. Trivia's the stay carrot that we're dangling. We're dangling the trivia carrot. Stick stay, with us for that. Stay tuned. And mm. I need your help, Jason. Gonna zero five. Dutch footballers, please. Um, do you know what clamming is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Is the, is the internet down? Because I'm not getting any tweets coming in about... Do you know what clamming is? I know what cl- I, I do know what clamming is. No, you don't. I do. Go on. You, you go on the beach. No, no, no. And no. you go looking for clams. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is a Newcastle thing. How are man? Hini, I said I was clamming. No, I ain't got a clue. So Star- give me... Starving, mate. Starving, starving. Um, if I was to say to this you... Is, this is brilliant. This can't wait. This I is... can't wait. Can we do this every night? No, no, no. We're not doing this, this every night. Can we not do night. this every single night? This is... This is... This, this, this is... is this is, I know what this is, Catman, and I can't actually say on national radio because I'll get taken off air forever. Well, we probably could because I don't think anybody's listening because everything's <laughs> shut down. So there you go, another podcasting thing. Good work, everyone. Good work. Thanks so much for listening. There'll be another one of these at the same time-ish that they always drop into your inbox. If you haven't subscribed already, make sure you press that button so you don't need to do anything other than just wait and wait. And then it pops in, you go, it's here. And someone else goes, what is? And you go, the podcast. And they go, what podcast? And you go, under your breath. I've told you about this so many times. You never listen. And they go, what did you just say under your breath? You say, I didn't say anything. You never listened. And then you have an argument and you probably get divorced. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, the podcast. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.